Welcome back, everyone, to Milk Bucket, episode 32. Hey We're with boys. Baz. We're yes here with Aaron. Aaron. Hell yeah. And uh, a little bit of juice going on. We'll Fuck see what yeah. happens. Fuck a little yeah. bit of juice. Aaron's got a call for your girl. And because we, we love you guys so much, we thought we'd include you on in with the story. Right. So me and Baz are going to keep a little bit quiet, not say anything. Wait, wait, we're not saying anything? Yeah, we're not well, saying anything. I'll, I'll say you, uh, you're on speaker and then if she's... Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, if yeah, it's yeah, appropriate, yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, hit that. So I don't know where this is going. <laughs> she's extremely drunk, but let's, let's see how this goes. She might want the A. Say her number on the stream. <laughs> yeah, so that was a pretty good call, actually. That, pretty good call. That was what, extremely uneventful. So whether it was included or not, we'll give you the quick recap. Essentially, yeah. she had no fucking. You know when you call a girl, you yeah. have an agenda. Like it's you don't you haven't thought about it, but you thought like what's some funny things yeah, we can for bring sure. up. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you need some conversation starters. This is this is the You're thing actually. with chicks. Well, this is the thing with chicks. I don't think they plan anything. They just, they just, they wing just it. Yeah, they just wing it. And yeah. that's why it's always fucking shit. Yeah. That's why whenever a girl plans a date, it fucking I sucks. I mean, you could tell she had no idea what she was talking about then. Bro, legit. And then when you go on a date that your girlfriend plans and it sucks as you expect it to suck because she hasn't fucking planned it, then she'll cry because it didn't work out well. Yeah, I should... So I, I don't know, bro. I, I don't. I think it depends on the person. It definitely, yeah, it definitely does. <laughs> you know what definitely I mean? does depend on the person. Because I also wing it like a motherfucker, and I've had some crackers in the past. Well, when you've had enough experience, you can fully wing it. The thing is, for the sure. girls are winging it without the experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, also, here's a question for the fucking potty. Yeah. Whose responsibility is it to to make sure the 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 date is fun? Is it the guy's responsibility? Is it mutual? What do you guys think? I think it's both, bro. It definitely is both, but I feel I as would a guy, like it to be both, yes, but I don't yes. think it is. I well, think it that's a, it depends on the girl, bro. If you've got a boring girl, she's going to be boring in every circumstance. That's very true. And you know what I mean? But, but it's not exactly the same. I mean, I guess in every circumstance, you can have a good time with a girl. Yeah, but of course. On average, I think it's the guy's responsibility to, to have a plan of what is going to be fun and how you're going to make it fun. No, it depends who plans the date. If you're planning it's usually the, date, the guy probably. though that plans the first I think, date. I think either way, the guy has to plan something. No, if she's planning it, bro, go along with the ride. Enjoy yourself. Yeah, but what if it's shit? You're just going to let the date be shit? Because the reality is, a date shouldn't matter what you're doing. It At definitely the end of the does. No. It definitely no, no, no. does. If you're, an, if you're a little fucking bitch, it does. The reality is, if you've got confidence in yourself and you feel comfortable with someone, you could be able to go for a walk and not spend a cent or go to a fucking three-course meal and you'll have an equally good date because the banter and shit is what brings it through. It's like uh, if you go to a club, the music isn't what actually makes the club night the funnest. It's the vibe. It's the vibe. It's the talking to the girls. Yeah. It's hanging with your mates, yeah. getting drunk. And I agree that a, a walk can be good, but not any walk. Walking for like uh, walking around Aaron's house, no offense, but he lives <laughs> in the middle of nowhere. Walking around is never going to be fun. It's yeah, never going to be a suburbs. fun time. With but to be fair, you are like, pro- not Israel. So that's why you wouldn't like walking around. No, us. it's not that at all. <laughs> Dude, quit telling people where I live. And there's no reason. You could just say pro-Palestine. You don't have to double negative. <laughs> anyway. No, Palestine's bad for the algorithm, bro. <laughs> Google is, it turns out Google isn't pro-Palestine. Yeah, but either way, what I'm trying to get to is that I think that it's the guy's responsibility to make, to find things that are fun that you can tack it onto. I agree. It's like you're think thinking about how so in first date terms, bro. Yeah, I, I, isn't um, that what yeah, we're, we're talking thinking about? First, first few dates. Well, you're talking about dates. You just said. Oh, a date. see, I was thinking in the context of first first dates. Yeah, because if you've been in a relationship for a couple of years, you're at the level where you make anything fun. Yeah, but it's like you want to be able to make anything fun. But I think the idea is if you go in with the Moe mentality of you have to take her to fucking Meriton every time, 
you're building up an expectation and where I've it never can thought, only I've be I've never fun. agreed with that. I never yeah, think that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, I, I, you anything, should be the fun and everything else is like background music to the fucking night. You know well, what I mean? Well, here's an interesting take. I think that when it comes to, if you have a graph here and bear with me. So if you have on one side, you have how much fun the, the graph is and on the other axis, it's how much you spend. I think it's a hyperbola. So, so, it, so zero is going to be, actually, you know, because well, you're going to have a baseline of fun and not spend a single dollar. But yeah. I think that it actually, it goes up and then it goes back down. It's yeah. still a hyperbola that doesn't start at zero. It's got a y-intercept. Exactly. So it can start at yep. a certain yep. amount of fun. And that depends on, Jesus. Bro, I thought, who was the guy from Fast and Furious who died? Um, oh, Paul Walker. Paul Walker. I thought he was dead. What was that? <laughs> <Rest in peace. laughs> I thought he was dead. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think like depending on the, because there are a lot of dull girls out there. Yeah. There yeah. are also a lot of girls who go out for dates with something to do. You know what I mean? I, I've mm. actually talked to a girl who said that she went out on dates for free dinners. Of course. Oh, I hate that. Bro. It's, it's kind that of like painful me. as that's well. Why, hey. That's why dinners is a bad first date. Yeah. Because I think it's a terrible. It's the worst thing you could ever because do. Because if, if you do it like the third date or something like that, you've, you've like uh, created some rapport, you've probably either fucked or like broken touch zones at some yep. point, which means like you can have it as an intimate thing. And most girls aren't going to suffer through two shitty dates before yeah. she goes to the yeah. third. Yeah. Like, the whole idea is a shit date should still be able to be fun. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's yeah, about making sure. that. You know what yeah. I mean? And the thing is, I think that there's no issue in... If it's a shit date, then you can laugh about it. The last thing you want to do is feel awkward about it being shit. I yeah. think that's the biggest... I, I, I actually had a, a thing to bring up today, which was what are the three traits you, you want to see? I originally just thought of in people, but I think maybe let's say partners. Yeah. Right? But we I were, thought, me oh. and Aaron were talking about this today. But bro. I thought about this, right? Yeah. When you just said this, one of the things is... Are they someone who, when it's bad, they can see the good and they can laugh at the scenario? Because, you know, like, we've all had scenarios where we've gone to, like, hit on a girl or do something and we've failed miserably. Yeah. Yeah. And we're all confident enough people that we can it laugh. It, it becomes yeah. a story you tell people. Yeah, exactly. Because it was such a funny fucking time, exactly. the time when, uh, you know, you walk up to a girl and you got so nervous you shit your pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm happens. sure that happened to everyone. Um, <laughs> but, like, when you have a girl and something goes bad and they focus on the bad and they can't see the good. That's like the biggest red flag you can yeah. ever see because nothing yeah. will, unless everything's perfect, I've had it'll times never like be good. I've had many times like mm. that now yeah. that I think about it. And like, the here's, and here's, here's my theory why. Especially girls that, uh, firstly, on I think on average, and this is just me pulling it out of my ass, I think on average, girls tend to do sports less growing up, yep. which is a whole problem on itself. But because of that, you don't get taught how to win and not be, a, so how to lose and not be a sore loser. Interesting. Theory. Sometimes, sometimes things go wrong, and it's completely okay. And it's about being a good sport about it. Yeah. And it's not about you winning and or things going right. It's about you enjoying it. So, maybe my perspective is a bit different because I've met, uh, like, I've played sports up into my twenties. Yeah. Like not just a kid, and there were plenty of cunts who are still like that who've obviously played all throughout their years. Like hyper, like everything has to be perfect. Otherwise yeah. And otherwise, if they don't I'm win, they're like, like I had a guy who was talking mad shit in basketball, and I like hit a three in his. He walked. He essentially ran up to me when I was shooting a three. He yeah. sticks his hands out, doesn't even like go to contest my shot and just sticks his fucking uh, face in my face. I nail the three. Oh and I do this fucking celebration that Carmelo Anthony does where he gets his three fingers and fucking points oh it to yeah. his temple oh right shit. in front of this guy's face. Then Why he gets, though? Because he was talking shit all okay. the game. Yeah, yeah. Like this is probably late second quarter, uh, second half, uh, or first half, sorry. And 
he's been talking shit the entire time. Yeah. So it was just like, fuck you guy, you know what I mean? Also, yeah. I like talking shit. I was yeah. <laughs> when I was in my fucking teens, my teammates would always be like, James, don't get in a fight this game. I but was one of his teammates yeah. and I can confirm that. I was always <laughs> like being yeah. bad aggressive. The issue is that JMO started this story as if it was his fault. But at this stage, I sort of was like, yeah, like he was a bit of a dickhead. Sure, no, I fucked no, no, his no, girl, no. fucked his mum, <laughs> and then hit his dad. No, no, <laughs> I, it was just, it was a taste of his own medicine. But the funny thing was he then runs back immediately, tries to shoot a shot. I managed to block the shot or like, He's oh, going up for it. I yeah. slap it so he can't get it. And then he just goes silent. I go on to have like a really fucking good game. I yeah. was really happy with myself. And at the end, <laughs> the thing is, the whole idea is you're meant to be able to let go of whatever happens on the court. It yeah. is what it is. Mm. You go up, you shake everyone's hand, you show sportsmanship. Because at the end of the day, if they won, fucking maybe it was the ref, maybe whatever. But who cares? Yeah. It's just fucking a game. Like that doesn't change life. And I shake sugar hands with everyone. They're all fucking like nice blokes. And this guy shook hands with all the other teams, but then refused to shake hands with me and just walked off. Really? Yeah. Salty. And it's just like, there are cunts like that to this day. And I think it's like how a girl's raised kind of depends that. Like if she's kind of the prissy princess type, she's going to expect everything to be perfect and anything less is just not acceptable. And like some of those girls are hot because daddy can pay for fucking new teeth and big boobs. <laughs> but the reality is they might not be the girls well, that you're going to have a fucking fun here's, time. Here's with. another thing. I'm a big fan of the, while you're in the sport, talk all the shit you can. And then yeah. if you win, just don't be a, don't be a sore winner. Yes. You leave the, ha- you leave yeah. the hatred in the, yeah. in the ring. So to exactly. Speak. Exactly. Talk your trash while you're playing. And then if you win, Fucking remember you're just playing a game. There's yeah, a massive fight. Yeah. One of the greatest heavyweight fights probably of all time a couple weeks back. The Conor McGregor style, I call it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Talk shit before, talk shit during. And then if you win, shake his hand. Humble in, humble in winning and defeat yeah. or whatever. He wasn't exactly humble when he lost to um, Poria. These but days. that's because he thought these it was bullshit. Yeah, these days. Yeah. No, it's because he's fucking a multimillionaire drug addict. You know really? I mean? Connor's yeah. falling off, yeah. Yeah. But well, back in the day, him. he was always like he would show he'd dap people. Well, up well the thing is, if you're if you're really, really happy when you won, it just shows that you don't win very much. No. That's what it shows me. If if you're so happy that you've you been watching won, too much suits. That's why? not true. Uh, I don't think it's true in uh, in sports. Why? In like real life situations, maybe, because every sport, every game is different. It's not you're not yeah. doing the same thing over and over again, getting the same achievement. It's not like Oh, you're trading stonks and you're getting fucking one percent every day. It feels great. Sure, but the, but the, the same, same feeling gets less good as it happens more. Like I don't like think so. With sports. I think you just haven't played sports since you were eight no, years old. No, but like my job is competitive, and the successes feel less good every time. But yeah, you but get, you're doing the same thing. It's not the same over thing. Over. It's, it's different. There's so many differences. It's as much difference as it is basketball. No, I mean, not really. Anyway, anyway, we don't need to get. We don't need. <laughs> to, I feel like we do this a lot in the podcast where we discuss the side points and not the main points. Like we'll be talking about whether. Gym is good, and then we'll we'll get stuck up about what type of pre workout we have, and then we'll argue <laughs> about the pre workout for a while, and we we'll, we won't even talk about the gym. That's how we are. That's how it is, bro. bro walk through a fucking forest with dementia, but yeah. no. So there was a there was a fight with uh, Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder. Yeah, and it was the third fight. The first fight it was a tie. Uh, Deontay Wilder looked like he knocked him out in the fucking twelfth round on like the six second count. So when you get uh, when you're in a boxing match, if you get knocked down, you got ten seconds to come up. Yeah. Actually, not ten seconds. The tenth count. So the ref counts it out. It's not yeah. like millisecond precise. And he gets up. Like when it was down for six seconds, his eyes just opened. Jeez. Like a fucking white walker. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, and he rises yeah. up and then he wins the rest of the round. The way boxing works is if you knock someone down, you pretty much win the round guaranteed. Yeah. If you did it in the first second and he won the remaining fucking two minutes 50, you'll still win the round. Yeah. But like he was doing the best thing. He can't, So it gets called a drive at... E- uh, draw, but everyone thought this is the most bullshit thing of all time. And also, 
bit of bit of context. Tyson Fury six nine, very technical. Deontay Wilder six seven, and the hardest knockout artist we've ever seen. Like forty five fights, forty two knockouts. Jeez, something like that. How many so times has he lost? Uh, twice. Oh. 40, so he's forty five and two. Something like that, yeah. That's cool. Uh, he had one draw though, so maybe. How do this? How is there in boxing so many people with crazy streaks? Ah, uh, because boxing is one of those games where. Or is it one of those things where you only hear about people when they have a crazy streak? No, nah, it's it's uh, boxing because there's multiple organizations within the sport of boxing. So like the heavyweight belt, there isn't one belt. There's four. There's like WBO, WBC, a bunch of other ones, right? So oh, there's okay, four yeah. of them, yeah. and the whole idea is. They're not so like the NBA. The NBA have to play. The Lakers have to play Golden State whenever the NBA decides the schedule is. But the boxers with boxing, choose their fights. Yeah, they've got their own promoters, so it's like promoter versus promoter. So imagine if like the mm. so uh, so think about it this way: in soccer, you've got the EPL, English Premier League, right? Yeah. And then you've got La Liga, which is, I think, the Spanish one. Yeah, La Liga. Yeah, I think so. Anyway, don't kill me. <laughs> <in the start. laughs> anyway, I think League One is the French one, so I think it's the Spanish one. Sure. A team from La Liga, imagine a team from La Liga and a team from the EPL going up against each other in like a one-on-one. So it wasn't part of some set thing like the Champions League. These two have to decide what's going on. Like the two managers for the two organizations. Okay. So essentially, a lot of times if you've got a boxer, you're like, I don't want him fighting fucking a good guy right now. I want him to fight three bums to well, pad his stats, well, do, yeah. do build up his notoriety. Well, why are bums willing to take losses? On like an official loss when because it's so clearly valuable to be boxers, boxers. Like surely you only fight if you know you can win. No, boxing is not a. First of all, every fighter thinks they can, but also boxing is not a sport for elite athletes. If you oh, look at the most mean? elite athletes in the world, they're in the NFL, they're in the NBA, maybe EPL, but probably. Wait, not. So you're saying that boxers aren't that good at boxing? No, in the same way no. that NBA players are extraordinarily no, good. No, at no, basketball. no. It's not that they're not good. It's that if you could choose between playing in the NBA making 60 mil a year or getting punched in the head <laughs> and having to like, think about it, an NBA contract, a rookie contract starts at a mil. Yeah. If you could choose, if you're six foot seven and you could choose between starting in the NBA and maybe you end up making fucking millions upon millions or going through the slaughterhouse of fucking having to make 40,000 a fight in boxing, is it, get is your it brains rearranged. Though? Are people sitting there like, which sport am I going to, am I going to get to the top league at? Or, or do they just do what they're good at? No, no, no. And then, like some people, you, the whole you can't idea pick is whether you're good at basketball or boxing. No, no, no. no but you, you are can, good at because good it's at. how you it's how you start it, right? And also, I don't think you you know you're good until you're extraordinarily good. No, that's not true. Yeah, they, I, they I, see I, high school kids. You, you, there would be 14, 12 year old basketball players who would wash us. Oh yeah, so yeah, but that's like we're not that good. destroy us. <laughs> yeah, I tennis. have no problems with. I, I, I used to play tennis. I was always pretty good, but I never practiced. And I would go against these fucking kids who were like eleven when I was like 17 at the time. It's extraordinary. And they were su- they were like, they might not even be phenoms, but they were just so young and their serves were perfect and they're fucking like, and I was very good for someone who didn't play, like who didn't train. You know what I mean? I, I was like a game day player. I enjoyed the game, but I didn't like fucking the training part of it. Yeah. And I never really did that. And these kids were just fucking astonishing to watch. And they probably weren't even that good. Yeah. There yeah, were just people. Like you look at uh, fucking, what's the golf guy? Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods. He was beaten into it by his father from a young age. Yeah. He started like mm. two. Which I think most athletes are that. I don't, I don't know how many I've heard it's coming in golf. Yeah. Really? yeah. In, in yeah. skill, like basketball is definitely a skill-based sport, but there's a lot of physical attributes that can get you into the league. Like if you're yeah. six foot 10, But do you think people chance. are sitting there saying, which is the, is it, here's the reason why I think people aren't questioning which sport they want to get into before they get into it. Yeah. Because 
I don't even think people for a second are even convinced from the age of 15 that they'll ever get into the NBA. Unless you're a Kobe Bryant and it's your one goal in life and you're willing to work so hard, harder than everyone else. I think the odds of becoming into that major league are just so astonishingly low. You underestimate the... That only, the unti- only until you, people have. Yeah, yeah but, but only until you're like 13 or 14 years old and you realize, holy fuck, I'm really good at this. I could make this happen. No, because the thing is, you're at still. At that stage, it's too late to become to change to boxing. No, but change that's to basketball. What, no, it's not. Because Deontay Wilder started at like 22. How old? How tall is he? He's six foot seven. Exactly. But that's how many, my point. How many guys are six foot seven who are going to pick which sport they're going to? And he could have chosen tw- basketball. But though. that's my not point. At 22 years old? Is there any chance no, 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 he's going to get was into a the football NBA player. at 22 years old? He was starting. a football player. And exactly, he probably couldn't get into football. So no, that's why he changed no, 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 no. He had a kid with a disability. Wait, my point is, no, he's not, he's not because do he football. needed money quick. And he, he, couldn't, he couldn't go through well, the idea. Weren't you saying that boxing is bad money? No, it's, it's not good money long-term, but it's quick money. Because if you can knock people out, you can... Think about it this way. If you're, if you're earning 120K a year, well, then that's to the average off. person, that's a good salary. Yeah, but yeah. That's, well, then that's, that's your answer right there. No, They're doing it for quick but money. Bro, that's my point. Boxers are people who don't... The reason why you don't see elite athletes for the most part, aside from people like Mike, even Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson was in and out of juvie all throughout his youth before he got to boxing. Yeah. He found boxing in juvie. Well, and then how are you going to tell him just to do basketball? No, but that's my point. Like people, if well, people what I'm trying to get choose, to is that people are good at what they're good at. You can't just be like, I would just pick something you else. See, you see if someone's going to be a we- like a weird specimen, young. But I don't think they're good at everything. I don't think that... I think you have Michael Jordans who just pick up a baseball bat and then make it into MLB because they're so determined to learn anything. You but don't, I don't know I, the story about Michael Jordan. Sure, <laughs> I, I don't. I definitely don't. He but did it because he's got a brand name. Yeah. Well, all I'm trying to say is that I don't think that it's up to them to pick whether they want to do boxing or, or punching. Or sorry, boxing or fucking MMA. Or no, but they just do what you could The reality is in the heavyweight division, there isn't skill like there is in the lower. If you look at Mayweather, he's probably the most skilled boxer we've ever seen. Mm. That doesn't mean he'd beat the heavyweights because when you weigh 200, uh, 120 kilos, your shot enough is going to knock out most people. So it's not the same skill deficit. Sure, but he can't do basketball. No, but that's my point, bro. You can't boxing just, can't just say boxing it's a is a sport, sport that people go in when they don't have another option. Because here's the thing. Joe Rogan said no, this once. Be, Deontay just could listen, have done basketball. Listen, listen, football. Just, yeah, you don't know. The chance he's making the NFL, who knows? Because it's that's so That's why elite. they don't do it. No, that's what I'm trying to Baz, say. It's not because... Baz, Baz yeah, just listen. Because you're talking out of your depth here. You don't watch any sport. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm just not convinced... That what you're saying is true. No, but it is objectively true because think about how many kids it's like, just a lot harder think to about make how many kids like sport. boxing, right? Yeah. Pe- people like the idea of beating someone up, especially younger yeah. kids. In your, when you're in your like teens, you're always like, yo, so like when someone walk up, I'd fucking punch him, then I'd kick him. <laughs> Basil's doing this with elephants and wildlife in Africa. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's easy, right? But the thing is, Joe Rogan said this once and it was such a profound point. People don't want to fight. They want to beat someone up. Yeah. Because... The second you, like, I, I've done a bit of boxing over the years, not heaps. Yeah. The second you start sparring, you quickly see if someone likes getting punched in the face. <laughs> and there are some people, when they get punched in the face, they smile. And there are some people, when they get punched in the face, they don't like it. I was on the ladder. When I got fucking, because the first time I got cracked, I did not like it. Yeah, I can imagine. Some people, when they awful. get cracked, they're the different kind of breed. They're not, they don't have the intelligence where they're like, oh, because you think a lot of fucking uh, businessmen start doing boxing because they think like, oh, it's a fun little training thing to do. Yeah. You yeah. know, like kickboxing or whatever, like classes. Yeah, like it looks badass. Yeah. But the reality is they don't want to go in there and get their ass kicked every day. But some people are willing to do that. And that's why yeah. boxing is a sport that doesn't attract the elite athletes. If you had a LeBron James who's six foot eight, weighs 120 kilos, extreme fucking power. 
He, he's got a 40-inch vertical at six foot eight. It's like fucking unheard of at this size. Jeez. Right? The amount of power he could What's generate- 40 inches in centimeters? Like a meter? Uh, sure. 2.5 times 40. So he can just jump a meter straight? Probably, yeah. That's insane. Wow. And Jeez. at 120 Christ. kilos. Yeah, well, that's just because he's extraordinarily tall, eh? No, but and like Michael be. Jordan was 6'6", six yeah. six and nowhere near that weight. Jeez. I mean, is but Michael, that's what- is, is um LeBron James 120? Yeah. Two sixty. That's insane. That is. But that's my fucked. point. Like he's a fucking animal. And if he started MMA at a young age, right? Because he's like, oh, this is the one I want to do. He'd probably be the greatest of all time. Because who's going to be able to take out such a behemoth? Maybe someone. But the reality is, boxing is not a sport that encourages people who like have other choices. Yeah. Boxing tends to be the sport for people who don't have other choices. That's why you find a lot of journeyman boxers who are 30 and uh, who are like have 10 wins, 20 losses, 15 fucking draws or whatever. And they just keep going because they're like, I don't want to be a checkout. Do you think that's why it doesn't pay much? Uh, It's because boxing is all about people that are doing boxing is WWE except real (laughs) in the same way that for WWE to sell pay-per-views, they need people to give a fuck. Anyway, let's get off boxing. We've been talking about it too long. Yeah, also, awesome. <laughs> awesome. but I did want to talk about something kind of related, like especially with with Michael Jordan and um, Chris, jo- Chris Chris Brown. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, no, no. Female boxers. What? <laughs> oh my God. I wanted to talk about fucking perfectionism because I know James is a bit of a bit of a perfectionism perfectionist. What are your thoughts on the idea that people can be so hung up about making things perfect that if they're not going to make it perfect, they won't even bother? So a lot of the times, you either so you get a lot of nothing because you don't want to do something imperfect. Ah, that's interesting. I don't know. I disagree with the statement. Oh, really? Yeah. What statement do you disagree with? That I'm someone who's a perfectionist because there are many things I do not do perfectly. <laughs> Please, you are a perfect person. And I don't, and I don't strive to do yeah. it perfectly. I have certain things where I'm like, if you're going to do something, do it right. So for instance, with the podcast. Which some could argue is perfectionism. I mean, sure, but yeah. that's a pretty low bar, a bar for perfectionism. Yeah, true. Like a lot of perfectionism, you can fucking whittle down to OCD. Like everything needs mm. to be exact. Yeah. I'm yeah. more thinking that certain things, if you're going to do it, you should do it right to begin with. Yeah. Like for instance, podcasts with cameras. I don't want to be fucking filming with phones and having 20 minute uh, record caps yeah, and having to try yeah. and sync three people's yeah. phones with yeah. different phone yeah. quality cam- uh, like quality. You know I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Uh, but but do you find that often leads to just nothing happening because you'd rather you'd rather have nothing than a perf- than an imperfect video or something like that? Nah, not like I'm sure for people it does happen. Yeah, my thing, my uh, part of that doesn't come from there. I'm more someone who, when I'm gonna do something, I'll fully immerse myself into it. Yeah. So like, when I started getting into fighting, I watched hundreds of hours of shit because I wanted to know things. When I yeah. first got into basketball, I wanted to know every rule. I wanted to like understand history and know shit about it. When I first got into the gym, it's the same thing. Like I'm so like, even with the fucking podcasting, I watched heaps of fucking content to try and figure out, oh, okay, how can you do this shit? Yeah. Yeah. That just comes. sound engineer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're sounding more and more like a perfectionist. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but that's just a loose bar of what perfectionism yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, have you guys met someone who's an extreme perfectionist before? I haven't. Really? Like everyone, no, like really. you have the people who are really perfectionist with assignments and homework and all that shit, but and, and studying, but yeah. it's like yeah. never about every single aspect of life. Absolutely, yeah. Because I, because I, I, my ex was definitely a massive perfectionist, mm. and she, and I, there's there's vivid moments where it's like a lot of the times it literally felt like everything had to be planned perfectly or don't plan anything. 
It's like, oh, there's a happy uh, medium where you like, because I'm the type of person where I like it to be at least 30 to 40% of me winging it. I yeah. like to, I like to set up the skeleton of a plan and then, and then we'll see what happens. That's interesting. That's what I'm saying, bro. Yeah. That was me with, uh, with pretty much every assignment. Exactly. I, yeah. Like I don't want to fully finish it because I want to leave some mystery. I want to leave some, <laughs> like if you're booking a plan to go around Fiji or Bali or something like that, I want to have, okay, these are the three things I'm going to do. Yeah. And then I've got seven days to do it. This actually proves how unperfectionist I am because when it comes planning, <laughs> planning trips, I'm so useless. Oh, I know. Yeah. Planning I, is fucking shit. I like other people saying, oh, we're doing this day. I'm like, yeah, sure. Fuck That's it. Yeah. Come along for the ride. So, well, that's the good thing about going on holidays with chicks. They plan everything. Okay, so I am the chick. Or Aaron. I went, yes. So we planner? all went to Thailand. Okay, the fact that you don't remember this. He is planned very everything. He planned every hostel. Did you plan I everything? Fucking, dude, we would not have gone to Thailand if it was not yeah. for me. Actually, we would not have booked flights. We would not have booked hostels. We would not have gotten the buses to the full moon party. Nothing would have happened. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you very Thank much, you. Aaron. Thank you. <laughs> there's, there's a credit. You but what I'm saying it. is. Aaron, once again, proving he is in fact female. Facts. <laughs> I am a certified white girl. But what I'm trying to say is you need, so you sometimes need a plan. Otherwise shit's not going to get done. Like imagine if we never went to Thailand. Yeah. We would have missed yeah. out on so many experiences. Well, I mean, think about how many memories we have missed because we haven't I just know. be on, on the ball. Like Aaron never coming oh, to fucking new town. Chick is calling Should I pick it up again? Should I pick up the phone? Hey phone Tess, is. what's happening? I didn't get let in to where I was going. So where are you at? Where are you going? I'm at my mate's place. What do you guys reckon? Sure. Sure. Yes. Um, apparently, yeah, you're allowed in. Yeah, you're allowed to come. Okay. <laughs> I realize we've got to bleep that, don't we? Yeah. All right, yep. <laughs> All right, easy. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> <laughs> Let's finish the pod real quick. How, do, right. we, how do we bleep she the can, She can join Yo, the pod. Yo, that'd be banging having a chick on the pod. Yeah, ask her if she wants to join the pod. I mean, when she gets here, if we're still recording, then she can fucking jump on. Yeah, th so here's a concept I wanted to think about because there has um, there's a word for it, but I've forgotten the word. But essentially, there's a there's a there's a concept that everyone that you see and you walk past and you interact with has an equally crazy and unique complex. Yeah, life. I think your level of like uh, narcissism sounds strong, but like just <laughs> when yeah, you it think it, of no, it is, it is narcissism, narcissism is yeah. just self interest, right? Yeah, I think your level of narcissism determines how easy that is to accept because a yeah. lot of people walk around life thinking they're the protagonist and everyone else is there to fill in the story of their life. But how crazy that everyone is their own. Everyone yeah, exactly. It's so interesting. Well, I, I think the crazy bit is when you realize that everyone, like what are the chances, especially in Australia. Sorry, I'll, I'll precursor this. In Australia, there's massive multiculturalism. So yep. there's, yep. You, it's, not un, it's not crazy for there to be four people in the, in the elevator and each one of their grandpas would have a 0% chance of ever meeting each other. Mm. Yeah, by some crazy odd, all of their grandkids have been in this elevator at that exact second. And, that, and when you think about how often that happens day to day, what are the chances that your grandparents met each other and you're just walking past each other right now? It's just, it's just absurd. Do you know what's even trippier? You said once, uh, <laughs> I think we we're both very buzzed, yeah. but it was like one of those fucking drunk like realizations where you were like, how crazy is it that your great, great, great grandparents to me yeah. were living in Ireland I and my that. great, 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 great grandparents were in Palestine and fucking 300 years later, their fucking descendants happen to be best mates in a country fucking didn't hundreds of kilometers so away. It didn't up. even the country didn't even exist. Yeah. And, and and somehow our grandkids will meet and be and just perfectly get along. Like it's one of those things. What are the fucking odds? Think about even in, in even in 1900 if you said that the place Australia which had been only known as a place where a bunch of white convicts had gone and killed a bunch of indigenous yeah. would be inhabited by 
uh, fucking Desi people, Italians, Greeks, fucking Asian, uh, every, every everything. If you said that in 1900 before World War II, because most of the fucking uh, Greeks and Italians and stuff came after World War II in the like immigration, right? Okay. If you said that to them, what are you fucking talking about? Why? Yeah. Why would all? Why would there be enough of individual groups like Greeks and Italians that it would be recognizable? Because if you think about it, if you have one Czechoslovakian, you're not like there's a Czechoslovakian group. But then you go like, you go Cabramatta and it's like, no, it's a Vietnamese suburb. Yeah. Because like for some or reason Maxwell. there's mad Vietnamese. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's one of those things where like Australia in particular, if you went back to the, just 1900, not even hundreds of years ago, and you told people that was going to happen, they'd be like, there's no fucking chance. What are you talking about? Yeah. What's the common link here? Well, here's a crazy thought. How do accents ever exist? Why, why, when you send people down to Australia from England, how do they develop a different accent? Very good question. Uh, why? And, and, and in England, it's even crazier because it's just a one hour drive and they've got a completely yeah. different yeah. accent. Like why, when they literally just go one hour north, they sound completely Although, different. Although, to be fair, if we go 20 minutes west of the Sydney CBD, they sound completely and, different. Too. And it was in modern days as well. Western Sydney's a, is a new thing. It's yeah, not, it's not yeah. been around for centuries. Exactly. And yet there's another accent that will develop. Like what? what? How do accents exist? The English one is the more interesting one because they were all speaking a common language. Yeah, and that happened. Whereas, yeah. like the the people in the West, are, like the West is pretty much home to people who immigrated over the last hundred years. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly, so like, yeah. there's a lot of mix of accents. Like, yeah. you can speak to people who still have an authentic Italian accent because they're like an old nonno who came over f like in the forties. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But like, it is interesting that. Just, uh, it might be like class barriers. Do you guys ever think- Just calling again, guys. Jesus, who knows what's going to be in this podcast anymore because there's been so many fucking calls. It's just cutting because there's, there's potential that these chicks are going to come. There's a good chance, by the way, that these chicks are going to come and the podcast is just going to abruptly end. I think that's very likely. A, that's I'm a taking responsibility. I'm the so thing sorry. is, there is a more <laughs> you're, fun- You're sorry, I am. <laughs> there is a more fun response, which is we sit them down like a casting couch and say, so how do you feel about anal? And oh. just see what happens tonight. Look, we'll, we'll try and get them on the podcast. And if it doesn't work, it doesn't That'd work. That'd be so funny. Yeah. There's very good, no, there's very good potential. I, I think they will. Could, They're all very drunk, so it's likely. That's the issue. Yeah. I, I, I've never been attracted to. No, to but girls it's not about being drunk. attracted. It's about getting honest, drunk answers on the podcast. Yeah. I guess people do that, like interview style. They just interview random like people. Exactly when they're drunk. Yeah, like that long-haired guy up. who's like, "Tell us something your mom doesn't know." Yeah, He's like I fucked thirteen guys last night. Did you guys see that one where uh, fuck? It was um a girl and her boyfriend, and it was during Black Lives Matter, like when that was fucking blowing up, and then um. There was a black guy and they were like, would you kiss that guy? Oh, yeah. Black Lives Matter. And then she asked her boyfriend who like hesitantly, like is trying to say like, you can do what you want, yeah. but he actually means no. And then she just does it anyway. It's so funny Fun because video. girls have mastered that. Like, I mean, go if you want to have, go yeah. out with your friends if you want. Yeah. But guys are so unused to that fucking response that he's like, I mean, if you really want to. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so she she's like, all right, fine. And then three minutes later, it's like a blacked.com video. Maybe that's And what he's just sitting on the side. What is this podcast? Man? Do you know what's funny? This is the most mess of a podcast we've ever had. I found the one use for longboarding. Which is? Surfing. What is right? it? Oh, yes. It's, so you know, like, for people who don't know, shortboarding, you want waves that are tall and will crash so you can do moves and shit like that. But longboarding, you want waves that are powerful, right? Mm. Yep. Escaping a tsunami. You could do the walk up and down on a longboard all the way till the fucking water stops and you're fucking sweet. Oh my God, that sounds and you'll so actually awesome. Easily be escaped. And you'll have like the sickest fucking thing. Like, look. I think you want a shortboard. I think you want an extremely shortboard on a tsunami. Because you no, want- Because there's too much weight and it doesn't nah, crash immediately. Because you, you need to be turning at the right angle. Mm. If, if you're, because longboard is good for going straight. You can't go Yeah, but tsunamis, wave, don't, like very, very tsunamis well don't crash immediately. 
Tsunamis go for a while. And the thing is, they're all power. Tsunamis yeah. aren't like- the whole But you don't want to go straight down. You want to go sideways. Yeah. The tsunamis, are, uh, though, they're not the ones that are known for being like fucking hundreds of meters tall. It's the force behind yeah, them that makes yeah. them so devastating. I, I suppose. But all the big wave board, uh, all the big wave riders, like You're the guys who have ridden the biggest waves of all time, they're always shortboards. Yeah, but, but that's because they're in Portugal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're not trying to rate a, like ride a surfboard past the 7-Eleven three kilometers in. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. And also with that, you'd have to dodge all the fucking obstacles. Imagine how sick it would be if you're riding a longboard, it, the tsunami finally stops, there's dead bodies flowing past. And then just as it stopped, you just hop off without a fucking like hitch. And you say, Hey girl, how you doing? Dude, oh, oh that's the goal. That's I've alpha. done that. I've done it many times where-, where Oh, you've done that? When you, know, when you finish, <laughs> when, you fin when you're in your last wave of the day and you ride all the way in and you just step off, grab the board and walk off. That feels so good. It's such yeah. a good feeling when you like, when the last wave takes you all the way to the shore and then you just pick it up and keep walking. I cannot wait for you, James, to experience the greatness that one you're day, baby, One day, baby, It's going to turn you into a fucking hippie. It's good vibes, for sure. I don't know if it will. You'll, you'll see, bro. It's Maybe. such an amazing feeling. Maybe. I can't wait for you the first time to go to a rave. Yeah. That will turn you into a hippie. Bro, I literally, oh, which one will happen first? That's a good question. I can't see Probably me because rave. I'm more fucking open to experiences. It's Aaron's not a little not sheltered Karen. No, you're definitely not, not open to experiences. Aaron, you're definitely oh, not open yeah, to experiences. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. You have, okay, dude, yeah. I'm not open you to know what you want to do and you know what if you we, don't if do. We have, if we be real, there are far more locked doors for you than there are for me. Okay, go surfing. But and that's we'll something see. that- We're going surfing tomorrow, James. Will you come? No. The podcast yeah. is listening. Yeah. Works what, exactly. Exactly. What do you know? Will I go tomorrow? to a rave tomorrow? No. Will you go surfing tomorrow? No. Yeah, it's but the reality fun. is, will I go surfing in the future? Yeah, sure. Here's a change of Will topic you go to a rave in the future? Saying you will and actually doing it is No, but think different. about it. True. Being open to something is, be is a oh. better response than no, no, just no, no, being no. no. But what's worse? Saying you'll do something and not do it? Or saying you won't do it and won't do it? No, but it's about being open to something Versus just being closed you off can to fake being open. I would, I would rather you say you do it and never do it. Once again, there's drama. Who knows? I'm sorry for this, guys. This really does yeah. live up to the motto, I walk through a forest with dementia. Yeah. As you know. Sometimes you forget where you were. <laughs> <laughs> How did I get here? Sometimes a drunk call, uh, girl calls you up and you're like, wait, is she coming? No, she's not here. She said she was here, but now we found out she's in the Uber. What's interesting is we have no idea how many people she is with. Yeah. I asked her like how she many people are coming over and she was like, oh, a number. Thankfully, we were able to qualify that they were all female. That's yes. like, uh, as Shall awkward we, as it was, we yeah. have to both admit that it was fucking so Ex extremely important well, we, data. We kind of already knew she was all, no, all no, we female didn't. from okay, the but I knew she was with one at one. Oh, we didn't at know. Least. Um, but shall we explain how Imagine we if there's out? one and she said, and uh, she responds a number. <laughs> it is a number. I know it's a number, but like, fuck me, girl. I'm expecting like the Playboy Mansion rocking up. Uh, yeah, fair enough. If there's one six, that's not a good vibe. Like just one other yeah. girl. Anyway, we were on this call. I handed the phone to Basil so he could talk to her, and he was like, "So, what's the demographic looking like?" <laughs> like and she said, "20-year-old girls." <laughs> yeah, she responds, Which, "Oh, we're all twenty-something," and he's like, "No, male or female." No, I didn't say that. I said gender. He said, "He said, uh, okay, your answer determines whether the door will open or not." <laughs> <laughs> he's like a troll under a fucking bridge saying, "Riddle me once before you." I cross. mean, how, how would you have done it more smooth? I'm trying to think in hindsight. I could have, I think maybe expanded a bit. Oh, like, oh yeah, cool. I thought you, you could have said like, people with pussy say yeah. And <laughs> I mean, waited yeah. for that. Eh. I know her male mates. I could have probably been like, are you with X, Y, Z? That's not good enough. Mm. No, but what if she said, no, day, I'm not. That's why answer. I want you, Aaron. Yeah. Well, this is the thing. Boys. <laughs> that's why you Somet want me. Sometimes you've got to ask awkward questions to get essential answers. 
Yeah, but didn't matter. Like either yes. way, like you're gonna yes. you're gonna let yes. them in either no, way. No, no. If they were like, really? yeah, we got three guys, fucking two girls. Fuck off. Really? I don't no. believe you would have. Yeah, yeah, you would have let them in for the vibes. I don't think I would have. Yeah, one hundred percent. Anyway, I don't, it's I don't looking wanna... like it all girls. So I didn't like the idea. Like when when we're having uh, one of the New Year's at your place, JMO, when the darker skinned girl brought her boyfriend and they just sort of sat by themselves. I I hate that vibe. I do if not I'm, remember that at if all. If I'm inviting you to my place, then like you're like wow. you, by you accepting oh, this invitation, <laughs> you've agreed to mingle. No, I didn't like him because one of the guy it wasn't her boyfriend, it was uh his mate was acting like a bit of a twat. Yeah. And I was like, bro, yeah, I'll throw you down guy. the flight of stairs. What are you talking about? Yeah. You're in my it's, house. It's, yeah, it's like <laughs> it, and also like when you go to someone's house, like there's sort of there's a there's some unspoken rules that you kind of stick to, you know? That's mm. the funny thing when you when you think about it. Like, there are certain people that get invited to other people's houses and just have no understanding that yeah. this is someone else's house. Well, and there's unspoken and just, rules. Well, but they're, they're thinking like, oh yeah, I'm going to my mate's house. My mate's 18, so they're all going to be 18. And then suddenly the 22-year-old brother's like, bruv, are you fucking retarded? Yeah. Because I had a go at this bitch because her boyfriend was, oh, her boyfriend's mate was being a twat. And I had to go over the boyfriend. I'm like, bruv, if he keeps doing that, I'm going to throw him down the stairs. What are you talking about? I do not and he's remember like, this at all. What the yeah. fuck happened? What was he even Jesus. doing? I can't remember. He's just being a dickhead. What yeah, year was enough. this? Because we had a lot of New Year's Eve parties at yours. We did. My place, I've had n- historically good places for fucking New Year's Eve parties. They have been parties. great. Like You've fucking Taramara. Taramara, oh you yeah, had a good yeah, vibe, yeah. Fucking pool table room and stuff. That was a fun mm. night. Fucking uh, then Waverton. Obviously you get views of the city and stuff. And we now know yeah. two places that you have lived. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Go back and find me, dogs. Yeah. Like, yeah. What are we doing for New Year's Eve this year? Should we just plan New Year's Eve? We're gonna end up going to yours. It's like fucking <laughs> every year. Every, Boys, every I want to do a Wait, fucking trip. Oh. I want to do. I want to do a trip. Yeah. Uh, I want to do a holiday. I don't want to fucking stay in Sydney. I don't Fuck know Sydney. if I'm gonna be able to. Fuck Sydney. We need to find somewhere cheap we can go to that has vibes. Mm. That's what we need. But cheap where? vibes. We'll find something. Yeah, we'll find something. But that's the point. But the thing is that it's not. It's not the point. The Australia point is, is very expensive, as a whole. Mm. And I honestly don't even want to. I can go to like Melbourne or something. I don't want to do a holiday that's not worth it. Yeah, I don't want to do. I don't want to do a holiday. That's what I'm that saying. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to spend a bag for fucking five days of like we could have just been in the Sydney with yes, similar yeah. vibes. Fuck yeah, one hundred percent. Fuck that. I don't want to do that. Ch- uh, change the scenery. Something change it up. Relaxing. Oh my god, there's another call. Answer it. How you going, Tess? Where are you at? I'm in the apartment. Are you here? I am there in about two minutes. All right. We don't need all these updates. Well. Um, do you want to text me when you're here and we'll come down and get you and we can bring you up? Okay. All right. Easy. I'll see you soon. See you soon. She said she's in a group, but fucking... You, we haven't heard any noise any other yeah. time. Yeah, we haven't heard anyone else. Oh my God. Imagine if this is all play. She's fucking alone. Wait, we'll have her on the podcast if she's okay. alone. And Who then... here? Okay, put your hand down if you're not willing to airtight. Wait, <laughs> that was like a brain fucking <laughs> exercise. <laughs> the audience has no idea what we're doing. Is that keeping the body? <laughs> I'm so sorry to everyone who had to listen to this bullshit, bro. Jesus Christ. It's the worst podcast of all time. Yeah, yeah. It is. Can we can we briefly discuss what's yeah, happening? Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Okay. Sure. So Aaron's got a mate who's got a girlfriend who seems very into him tonight. Yeah. She keeps sending him snaps, asking for like very, very into me, not the mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah into yeah, Aaron. Yeah. She's now coming over, supposedly with friends. We kind of call cat. Yeah, Maybe yeah. there's gonna be a Victoria super, uh, supermodel fucking thing coming in. Maybe not. Anyway, what does Aaron have to do in this scenario? Because he doesn't want to fuck him because he's friends with the other guy. Exactly. But at the same time, if he doesn't... S- it's only fair that you have a go. 
I ethically can't do <laughs> Give it. Give a like, fair go. And I'm so surprised. Like, we chatted, we bantered, like, when we met. We met a few days ago, for reference. Um, and Ooh. then she texted me out of the blue today. She was like, I love your tattoo. I'm telling all my friends I want one. She's dropping the XXs and the messages. It's just a very... Um, In Australia, it's not completely normal for you to have access especially for uh, someone you've never met that's like in england that's like every it's every message has an okay okay yeah well it's sometimes but it just depends on the girl because in australia we have girls like that as well who like yeah but england is like everyone but yeah you you guys have seen the messages it's definitely not standard um she's also very drunk and she decided to call me fucking like seven times i don't think she's that drunk Okay, well, we've got the recordings. Yeah, okay. Well, we always always want to just hoping there's an answer you also want to air on the on the safe side like you don't if you think a girl is Possibly too drunk, then just don't even think about it. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it. Uh, (laughs) Take it out of your mind. I'm just trying to say, like, she's got a boyfriend. Yeah, and I'll never do that to him. Stop taking advantage. Aaron, she's got a boyfriend. Just because she's drunk, that doesn't mean you can have sex with her. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just because she's (laughs) coming over. No, but boys, what do you think in this scenario? Leave us down in the comments. Do you think in this situation, Aaron should fuck the girl? Should he not fuck the girl? But what should he do with the friend? Because I feel like if this happened with a girl I was seeing and my mates didn't tell me, that would almost be a betrayal in itself. Mm. You know Ooh, what I mean? Cl- well, she might be joining the podcast soon, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Yeah, That'd yeah, be pretty we'll, cool. we'll, get her, we'll get her on here. Can you explain how close you are to the guy, to the boyfriend? Uh, so we've known each other a few years. I've been to his house. We hung out twice last week. So we're pretty close. We've, um, he invited me to his birthday week? parties. Uh, we had like a party okay. um, for his mate. But um, we've never hung out alone. So Who invited you to that party? His mate, who the the guys whose birthday it was. So it wasn't him that invited you to the party. No, it was it wasn't him okay. that invited me. Um, but I've been to his birthday. Do I know party. this guy? No, you you don't. So it's a different group. To it's not an orch group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be real, Aaron. Yeah. Would you be more likely to airtight a girl with them or us? Probably them. Oh, that's Why? so disrespectful, bro. Well, for one, me and him have kissed as a joke. That sounds so huh. fucking gay. Wait, wait, uh, no, we meant airtight the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, not a yeah, friend. We, yeah, yeah, not exactly. him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but the fact it's already like a sexual activity with a group of guys have already done. Bad, suck him off so we can do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> FYI, for the for the podcast, I'm not gay by any means. I just no, uh, he just goes just, with the flow. It's, it's, he just kisses. It, it's guys. not gay. <laughs> it's not. It's not gay if you're practicing for girls. We all know this. <laughs> That's true. <Yeah. laughs> That's my cousin saying. That was yeah. the funniest thing. Actually. With yeah, me, me, my cousin, and a bunch of uh, his mates. Like they had this destiny, which is a game on. Uh, like we know what console. destiny is, right? Have you ever played it? No, but then everyone knows the game Destiny. <laughs> Would you even be able to identify it? Yeah. Then suck my dick. Right, uh, easily. All right. Once again, a sudden abrupt uh, right. stop. We've got Tess here. Tess is one of Aaron's mates. Tess, say how you going to everyone. Hello. All right, awesome. Wow. Awesome. Perfect voice for podcast. <laughs> Firstly, his- That we'll sounds pretty good. We'll advice. give the context. So you're going out with your mates and then you, you go ahead. What was the story? Oh, I was um, out with my mates on a Friday night, as you would, and didn't get let in, so ended up here. So I think I'm going to guess and read Basil's mind. I think he was about to say, how is it possible for a girl not to get into a club? <laughs> is that like a thing that happens? Because I know as guys, you look at the bouncer slightly the wrong way and they don't like you, you know what I mean? Does it happen often? I have been not let in several times. Really? Jeez. A lot of the things we talk about is kind of... Uh, what guys can do to have a good first day and like make a first impression. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the times we get male perspectives and we sometimes get females, but like it doesn't happen too often. Mm-hmm. So from your perspective, have you noticed a big difference when a guy asks you out to like a nice dinner versus a guy that asks you out just for a picnic? Because in my okay. experience, it tends to be way funner in the picnic. Almost like what is the curve of spending money versus having fun on the date? Look, I, as a female, it does not matter how much money you spend it matters more how much attention you pay to that woman. 
Oh. Time is money. Okay. Exactly. Time is money. <laughs> exactly. So if you you know if you were to take her out to a picnic and you know at some point in time when you had been talking to her she had mentioned oh you know I really like like barbecue flavored chips or whatever yeah and you brought barbecue flavored chips to that it. picnic yeah. like that's that's considerably more important than if you'd bought like you know truffle or like something so that was super expensive. It's your anniversary, yeah. right? You know, you've had a lovely year with this person. You've said you liked uh, fucking sour cream and chives. Would you rather get a Pringle sour cream and chives or like <laughs> a lovely ring or something like that? <laughs> what is the Look, what is honestly, the level where it turns? Honestly, the sour cream and chives. Because <laughs> wow. Because I feel like you know, like a woman is very particular about rings because like you have to get the right size and. That is something people don't tell you. Look, look. Yeah. If you if you're a guy and if you're Looking to get a ring for someone, first of all, don't bother getting a diamond, get a Moldavite. Wait, what's because that? Is that a fake diamond? It's 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 not necessarily a fake diamond. It's fake diamond. But it's <laughs> it's a type of gem that's considerably cheaper, but it's actually shinier. Ain't no Ooh. fucking wife of Basil having a fake diamond. <laughs> yeah, what, I mean you, what, okay, please explain. <laughs> Anyways, Moldavite, shinier. It actually not, it, it reflects more, so it's actually like, you know, a, a more of a gem. Yeah. And it's considerably cheaper. You, okay, you know what's more shiny than diamond? Aluminium foil. Like, <laughs> it's not about shine. It's about like... Look, you shoot your shot and you get your girl a fucking aluminium foil ring <laughs> and you see how you go. Yeah. But, so, so you don't believe in true diamonds? You think that... As no, as look, looks, you like, can get whatever you like. want. But like if you want to spoil your girl... Yeah. And you want to get her a really nice ring, but you cannot afford to get like a one, two, three carat diamond. Yeah. Get her a Moldavite ring. Interesting. Okay. Boys, listen up. What, what are your thoughts on promise rings? Oh, God. Oh. Look, look, promise rings are really nice, but it cannot have come from the girl. Like That's if, a thing? Like well, if the, the girl, if the girl, if the girl was like, look, I want you to give me a promise ring or whatever. And then a week later you gave, you gave her a promise ring, it doesn't mean as much as if it to, you know, come from the heart. Just to clarify, a promise ring is when you save yourself for marriage, right? You save you yourself that for that person, person. yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Is it a religious You're thing? You're not getting picked up at all. Oh. I don't think it's religious. It's just like you... I know the Jonas Brothers did it. I remember that It's a little years bit years ago. It I definitely it's stems... It's like pre-marriage, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, I, I mean, in this day and age, isn't it a bit corny? Like... It's kind of like saying you're now locked to me. You've made this promise to me. But like, who knows if you're going to, like as a female, who knows if you're going to like this bloke in, you know, two months time. Like you don't want to be stuck, surely. Look, I think that's, look, that's a big thing. Like I, yeah. I, as someone who has, I'm personally dating someone and I have been dating them for over two and a half years. And I will see another male and I'll be like, look, they're attractive. I think you have to be able to. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't. Is seeing someone as a long-term partner is different from seeing someone as attractive. I think also whether you say it or not doesn't stop the fact that it's being thought. Yeah, exactly. So, so it's like whether you <laughs> like, stop yourself from saying it doesn't. There's a facts. there's a reason why Magic Mike was a fucking popular film with yeah, uh, married women, and it wasn't because of the storyline. <laughs> At the end of the day, you know. Well, here's here's actually a hot one. Do you think that guys and girls cheat for different reasons? Yes. Well, what are your thoughts? So what do you? Uh, Here's something we were discussing before. A lot of the times people say that if the girl cheats on a guy, it's partially the guy's fault. If a guy cheats on a girl, it's pretty much all his fault. So either way, it comes back to the guy. What are your thoughts? Which, by the way, I was the one who, uh, who, who thought that. 
ask a question, don't just pose a situation. As in, do you think that a lot of the times when girls cheat, it's because of the guy's lack of attention or lack of something? Or do you think it's sometimes just the girl just doing what a guy would do and just what the fuck? Look, I think when a girl cheats, it shouldn't be any different to when a guy cheats. It's that someone in a relationship just chose that the relationship they had signed themselves to was not enough and they wanted to leave that. So you think there's no excuses either way? Look, I think that, yeah, I I agree. There's no excuses either way. And if you had an issue with the person that you were dating and the person who you had assigned yourself to and the person you had committed to, I think you should at least tell them, look, I'm not satisfied with where we're at and I want to stop this so I can see other people. Fair enough, fair enough. Does size matter? (laughs) No. No? But, okay, girls always say that. There's got to be some variance, yeah. If you're walking in with, like, a a powerful two inches... Hmm? Oh, two you inches know what I mean? Yeah, let, let me let me try to reword it. <laughs> I know that some it's not about the size of the boat; it's about the rocking of the fucking boat, flow of the, the ocean, yeah. whatever the fucking saying is. Yeah. But and I'm sure you've had guys who are like, let's just say, if we're going to throw numbers, guys who are smaller who are better than guys who are bigger. But on average, is there is there any difference, or is it just so random? You you <laughs> listen to the female who you are courting, and you actually know how to please a woman does not matter how big you are. You will always do better than someone who's fucking five, six, whatever inches. Yeah, sweet. Okay, That's well then let's get into I love how you said five, six, yeah. whatever. As if it was like well, 10. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I wanted to get into, like off so the back the thing, of that. I, I, don't, I don't know the average measurement. Is that all I know is like, have I been People pleased or have I not been there. pleased? What, what I want to say That's is- That's actually so a really fair point. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, the stats don't matter. If it's not good, it's not good. True. Yeah, yeah. Well, no you mean? said you said what matters is knowing how to please a woman. Yeah. What would you recommend? I like your J's. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Nice. Yeah. Um, what would I recommend? What's worked? What's not worked? Um, before you go in, just ask. Like, ask what they're into. That is really ask good. Ask what you want. Ask what they want. And you know, like, you can go in and be like, do they want it? Do they want it deeper? Do they want it harder? Before do they you've want had, it? surely not before the first time. Huh? Before the first time, you reckon? Like the first time fucking girl or guy from your perspective. What are you asking? It's, I get what she's saying. What she's saying is it's about open communication. Because the reality is just like a guy, just like every guy will say, if he jerks himself off, it's going to eventually feel better than a girl giving a handjob because he knows himself better. A girl also knows herself better. Different girls react to different things. And so if you can have some kind of communication between each other, you're able to get a better result. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. It's about not being afraid to ask the question, isn't it? Which I is, think, I think that's great. That's which is really like harder that, said that than is, done. That is 100%. I feel like uh, for at least a lot of the guys and, and, and boys that I've known, their biggest issue is, is owning up to them having an issue or owning them up to having something that isn't normal. Like, you know, even, even for the guys that I've known, if they have to go see a therapist or whatever... That them admitting that they need to see someone is the hardest thing. Yeah. yeah I think that's a massive thing for blokes. Yeah, honest, fucking facts. I, uh, like, I'm not going to oh. like, like, say anything, but if you're 
have been dating a woman and you've been dating them for a long period of time, yeah. the most manly thing you can do is open up about your feelings to her. Not open up the jar of jam or something like that. <laughs> That's no one manly. can kill us. Look, everyone. I don't know. You know she wants a peanut butter and she can't open it. You know what I mean? And that's on her, man. She's fucking weak as shit. <laughs> Look, honestly, women can do whatever the fuck they want these days. The most impressive thing a man can ever do is open up about their feelings. Damn. What if you're kind of disappointed by how he feels? What if he opens up and yeah. says, yeah, you know what? This is kind of not working for me. What if is you're it, disappointed about how they feel? Yeah. Or what if, what if they... I'm curious out? about this because girls always ask... Like uh, it's a typical trope in like romantic comedies or whatever that the guy's the stone heart who doesn't open up and mm. the girl's like, just open up to me, right? Has there ever been a time when a guy's opened up to you and you've been like, I'm less attracted to you now? Because it's like too real maybe, you know That's what I mean? Because there, there is, if a guy opens up to you, there is almost no circumstances in which they're going to open up to you and be like, I feel nothing. It's either going to be like, I feel sad, I feel happy, I feel neutral. I, you, you have to have felt something. Mm. Yeah. For us. Uh, and that's, that's, that's all that a woman wants is just wants to know that their person they're with feels something. Because, like, I cannot speak for all women. I cannot speak on behalf of everyone my age. But at least in my experience, I know that being with someone who has in one way or another express the fact that they have felt something similar to what I have felt makes me infinitely more comfortable. That's, uh, that's really interesting. So for, for context, this is something that I suffer with, opening up to girls. Uh, my question is, when is too soon to open up? Because when you open up, like when you first get to know someone, it's, um, it can be a bit too sudden. You don't want to open up on day one. Exactly. So when is the appropriate yeah. time to actually open up before you make a run? Because traditionally, when you're tuning a girl or something, you're trying to attract her, it involves like the, I don't want to say treat them mean, keep them keen, but it's like the whole no, not me. opening up at the very beginning. So it's like, when do you actually open up? Also, if a homeless guy walks up to you and says like, I do crack and I'm depressed. <laughs> that's not going to be the thing that like turns you on to dating the homeless guy to begin with. There needs to be traits that you like beforehand. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, look, I I understand that. I I have seen, like, I mean, I have a TikTok feed and half of my TikTok feed is, like, you know, people with certain, like, ADHD and, and, and other mental disorders. Is the other half Same. Same. Uh, Like, oversharing. And, like, as soon as they instantly meet someone, they will overshare anything Wait, about Do you think life. people with ADHD tend to overshare? Uh, I'm not going to generalize people with ADHD. Yeah. I have ADHD and I tend to overshare. I have ADHD and I don't overshare. Well, I think ADHD from guys and girls are like almost completely different. Oh, they are yeah. 100%. Oh, okay. Well, that makes my, sense. Yeah. My brother is older. He's three and a half years older than me. He's born in July 1997. Oh, I'm people are going to fucking dox him. What's his social security <laughs> number? Yeah. That's not a that's, thing in that's Australia. That's America, but nice tribe. <laughs> okay. oh, you got oh, wrecked, God, That was yeah. so <laughs> condescending. <laughs> you just got cocked, bro. Oh, you guys should have seen that. She was like, nice try. And she patted me on the fucking wrist. Like I'm a dog. Okay, here's some, Gonna cry some, myself. some relevant questions we've gotten before. Okay. How does a, a guy best get out of the friend zone? Or is it even possible? It's definitely possible. It's definitely, we've all seen that. Look, I, yeah. think, I think if you see your relationship with a woman as you're stuck in the friend zone, you're never going to get out of it. So you that's need, the thing. You need to see your relationship with a woman as you just have a relationship 
yeah. a woman. See, like I like she's a person. She's not a woman. She's not like someone you're trying to tune. She's not someone tr- you're trying to get into bed with. She's a person. Yep. And the best way, if you know, if that's where you want to end up with her, the best way you can is just try to be her friend. Try to be someone she feels comfortable around or whatever. Like, like there's, you know, there's no, you know, you have to get out of the friend zone because if your aim is to try and get out of the friend zone, first of all, you're well past the misogynistic zone and she's definitely not interested in you. Full stop. Would and if she is interested in you, she needs to take a moment to have a conversation with me because she's... <laughs> <laughs> would, you, would you say, though, there are differences? Like, you'll have friends that you also... Like, they're your friends, but you also find them attractive. And then there are friends who you just straight up see them as, like, a brother. You know what I mean? Wait, can you repeat that? Like, so there'll be friends who are still friends with you and maybe they're not flirting with you and hit on you, but they're a little bit friendly and you'll see them in a different way than like the one that you'll see as, you know, oh, he's like my brother. And I'll talk to him about getting with boys and stuff like that. Yep. Because there are certain so that guys- does, That does exist. Yep. And do yep. you think that there's any way someone who's in that brother category can get into the other category? Look, personally, I think someone who's in that category has no intention of getting out of that. A category. lot of them do. I'll, okay, I'll see. Look, you true. say that. <laughs> no so way. you say that, right? And yeah. you, you know, you want to get out of that category, and you know, you have the best attention to. It means you're not in that category. To 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 the woman, you're someone like they know you're trying to court them. That is true. Yeah, that, no, it's 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 never right. subtle. You know what I mean? Like. Girls can quickly look, figure you, out who's that, trying to pull them look, and who's not. Look, the the best thing as a guy, like the best thing I think you can do is just to try and be yourself. Yeah, I agree with that. Because if you're changing it, look, yourself. Look, you like your identity is not tied to your relationship with another person. That's so and, true. And oh one of the books <laughs> that I've been reading recently has, has been like one of the main... Uh, tropes of it is that if you took it's basically this guy who's a plastic surgeon he's like 50 or something years old and one of the main parts of that book is that like if you took away his profession which he's a plastic surgeon so you took away all of that you took away his money he wouldn't have anything except himself right because his his life is being a plastic surgeon his life is is having that money from being a plastic surgeon and his whole existential crisis is like, what would I be if I didn't have my profession? I didn't have that money. Yeah. And so I think like guys need to, to, to picture that the same thing. It's just, you know, like, yes, you know, courting a woman. Great. Like you can go back to your friends and being like, yeah, I fucked this girl. Like, you know, amazing. But in the end, if you took all of that away from you, what are you? And that's, that's what, that's what, that's what women care about. That's what, like, if you if you were to talk to a woman and talk to a female and you were to ask them, look, if they took everything away from you that you had in that one moment, like, what would you have left? Sheesh. You want to be able to have something. I'm, I'm, I'm going to, I don't entirely disagree, but I'm going to play devil's advocate because it's, it. it's better on, on podcasts as well. <laughs> but also, also, I'm really keen to hear your thoughts. That saying of just be yourself yep. is extremely depressing to a fifteen-year-old because what are no, you when I you're fifteen? Like you're like you you're know finding yourself. you know you've achieved nothing in life. Oh no, I like get so, you. so you don't want to be yourself. You want to be better. You want to be much better. And 
the aim to be better because I'll get girls is such a great motivator. But see, the thing Even is- Even if you know it's not true. The idea about being yourself, that doesn't mean every trait needs to stay the same, but it means like, if you're into painting, you don't have to stop like uh, stop painting just yeah. because you think girls don't. Of course not. If anything, like, keep it up. Yeah, exactly. It's like uh, stay true to who you think you're. Like, because if you're unconfident, that's not like something you're probably going to identify with. Like, it might be something you experience. Well, because well, sorry, go on. Well, so I'm just saying, like, there are certain traits you might not fully identify with, and you can think you can change. For instance, like a fucking 15 year old boy might say, "I want to fucking get more muscles" or whatever, right? But it's not like he's changing. He's not staying true to himself because he needs to identify with being a fucking flabby fifteen-year-old. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are there yeah, are certain yeah. core <laughs> beliefs and traits and interests you have that you don't need to change to try and get girls. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And well, okay, I'll put it in a question this way. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, girls will say, "Be yourself." But then a lot of girls that I know, especially if they get married and then they then get divorced, a lot of the times it's because of a lack of ambition, which is a direct opposite to be yourself. It's you want to be better. You want to be the, the next person. The, the male has lack of ambition. Yeah. Well, I mean, how do you balance being yourself and which is which is one attractiveness mm-hmm. and then wanting to be not yourself, be be much better than who you are at the moment. Like I wh- I think you're you're misunderstanding the 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 connection between having an ambition and being. Do you mean yourself. like don't be fake? Like don't look, try to be I, someone else. Look, look for someone. Like I'm gonna give an example for myself. Mm-hmm. Five or so months ago, I had zero hobbies. Absolutely zero. I had my degree and I had, you know, my friends and that was it. Like, if you took that away from me, I wouldn't, I wasn't someone. Yeah. Like, I didn't have anything associated with that. What degree was it, by the way? I do actuarial studies. Very, very impressive. Thank you. What's three times five? Huh? Twelve. Dude, don't do mental math on me. (laughs) (laughs) Dory. I'm curious on your perspective. I think it's called, what is your thoughts on the pink tax? Which is meant to be like the the thing that people say, because I think I've heard Aaron and Baz's perspective, but it's like the tax on women that like they have, society expects them to wear makeup and like have expensive shoes and shit like that. Like, what is your thoughts on that and how it like, works in society. I have many a thoughts. Where do you want me to start? Well, here we go. Start Let's wherever go. you want to start. Well, it's up to you, Tess. Set the scene for yeah. us. Look, I I think that as an entire country, there are women are disadvantaged in almost every single way. What about OnlyFans? Huh? What about OnlyFans? I think Because well, I couldn't do that. Why? Because there's no market. They're just like, do you know that for certain? You you're know what? I haven't gone around. Guy. I would subscribe. <laughs> I haven't gone around asking, but I'm just assuming. You're right. You know. You're, yeah, you're exactly. You're assuming that there Maybe. aren't women out there who aren't interested in some with your body type, right? Maybe. Yeah. Exactly. So you're making an assumption. You're right. No, I am. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, being sure. I, don't think, I don't think anyone's here doing scientific literature. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think anyone's coming up with any stats. Or anything. I'm curious. Do you think there are any professions where it should be? Because obviously, right now, like if you do anything in the public eye, whether it's OnlyFans or whatever, mm-hmm. both male or female, a lot of times jobs might look at you as a liability because like, if you're getting too much attention, you're drawing potentially negative attention to your work. Do you think there are any jobs that shouldn't be allowed to have OnlyFans? Or like, for instance, should a high school teacher, is that completely fine because what happens outside of work stays outside of work? I, look, look. Obviously I'm putting you on no, the spot, there's so there's no, no right there's answer. There's no single answer to that sure. type of question. Yeah. Because like, for example, if I was a high school teacher and I was plastering my face all over my OnlyFans, <laughs> that's very different from 
someone who's, you know, plastering their neck down. Yeah, Leo Lulu. Like, you know, no one no one can really recognise you from your neck down unless they personally know you and sure. personally have that sort of intimate relationship with you and can recognise those types of things. So yeah. I think that, you know, that I have some friends who I used to work with at, uh, at a popular retail store who now have OnlyFans and now they're predominant income is through only really fans. wow yeah i mean let's be honest if guys could do it they would do yeah, it yeah of course let's be fucking honest i guys mad respect to it. it well yeah i know they definitely can but i think when you think Wait, about but what huh? the market but what but when you think at the end about, of the day there yeah. is there, there has the to be market demand in order for there to be like, we're yeah. not even and, we're not and, even so looking no, down no, upon no, the women they're like they're out killing it but what do you know about the market demand Nothing. Well, the fact that female porn stars get paid considerably more than male porn stars because there's more of a market to watch female than male. Right. That's a global thing. What about in your direct immediate market? Do you think there but are... But OnlyFans is a global thing. It's internet. True. E-commerce. We're around the world. Do you think there are Australian women who are interested in seeing male Australian bodies? Maybe. Yeah, sure. You wouldn't even ask that question about men. It'd be of so Of course, obvious. yeah. Huh? It would be so obvious if men are willing to pay for, for what... A, to see a woman, but there is a question when you ask, are women willing to pay to see what a man what? would look like? Did you want to say anything else about the pink tax or do you mind if I change the topic a little bit? Um, as the long stage is as yours. your male Educate our young. As long as your male listeners understand that um, every single woman, like if they raise the topic of being like, essentially you should never say to a woman, but you have this issue. Right, because there are about a hundred rebuttals that they could say to that and in the sense that women have equivalent, if not more, issues that face them. What are the, some of the things that guys tend to overlook? Because um, that's a good point, because we do have a lot of younger listeners who maybe haven't thought about this no before. Um, so hearing from straight yeah. from a woman would be a yeah, good uh, topic. Um, one of the biggest issues is um, being open <laughs> to... Yeah? Sorry, continue. Open to what? Open, uh, like uh, one of the recent things with the uh, Knox boy who who had yeah. his thing. He's like he king he punched, punched a woman. He uh, king punched someone and he got off it. He got off yeah. that assault. It's not uncommon for for men to get off of shit just because like there like there's potential for him to not have. Like Do you think? Just like, I guess this is kind of a counter argument, but I'm, you know, I'm proceeding with uh, caution. Feel free to cut me off at any point. Do you think that might potentially be because of class as opposed to because of man? Because he was going to a school that's $40,000 a year in oh, tuition. Because I, 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 I don't I, think like the average, like, yeah. uh, let's say poorer person who's doing that is also getting off. No, I, I 100% agree. I personally went to a private girls' school. And I'm 100% aware of the privilege that that allows me. But at the same time, that the privilege that it allowed me to have that experience has also um, allowed me to have the understanding of being a woman who's educated. Yeah, yeah. So... So, so uh, just, just to go back on what we were talking about before, you said there's yep. some things that guys don't think about that girls have to do on a daily basis or, yep. or no, occasionally. What are some of those things that they should just be aware of? To, uh, not, not even just to be like apologetic for at all, but to at least if a girl's going to prepare for him and put an effort, you should at least thank them or yep. at least bring it up, give, you know, mention it. Um, birth controls as well, that there's severe inequality with birth controls. Yeah. 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 Like, like 
there's there's so many male alternatives to birth control, but women is are... Is there so many or is there one? No, the, that ruins the, it for both the science The science has not supported people researching male alternatives. Because, yeah, there are male alternatives. Yeah, one, yeah. one of There's been a whole lot of um, research. Like I'm sure you could Google it right now. There's this um, current technology where you can buy this sort of like... I mean, it's sort of weird, but it's like it's this tub, right, that men, before they have sex, can like dub, like dip their balls in, basically, sterilizes their sperm so they can raw hit a girl yeah. for all they fucking want for the next like 30, 20, whatever minutes, yeah. right? And then they'll go back to normal. How would, he, honest question? Yep. How would you feel is if your boyfriend or like a one I stand said, hey, just, just squat into this tub, it's <laughs> <laughs> got an experimental drug in here. Could leave you permanently sterile. No, no, no. We let's not, let's not even ask that. How tall would you would be if your boy was like, oh, by the way, don't worry, this isn't yogurt. And then just dipped his balls <laughs> in something. Honestly, but if, I'm not if, if, someone, if someone who I was willing to do that with had the respect for me yeah. to, to acknowledge the risk of potentially, you know, having, like bringing a child into this world and... Sure. And all of those other risks that come with having a child and having sex with someone, then I would have infinitely more respect and probably be infinitely more attracted to them. I get what you're saying. And again, feel free to stop because I don't want to like be a dick. But what I'm thinking is like in terms of the pregnancy, obviously mm-hmm. there's both there's both implications for men and women. Yep. But the main implication when it comes to like a physical impact, right, is towards the woman because she has to actually bear the child. Yeah. So like, wouldn't a woman feel safe? Obviously there's side effects and stuff like that. And I understand that. But wouldn't you feel safer if you're taking it into your own hands rather than trusting a guy in the same way that like, I think what's the term stealthing or something where a guy takes off the condom halfway through. Yeah. Like I I'm, I'm thinking again, I've got a male brain, but maybe like I'm thinking if I was a female, I would rather trust myself to do it. Then assuming that this guy's done the right thing. Yeah, this fucking random guy. Look, do you know what I'm saying? There is that. I I understand where you're coming from. So it's like the same as you know, if you were to, to, um, you know, go to the dentist, right? It's like, and they they stick shit, all of stuff in your mouth, and you know, they make decisions. Like even if you were to go in to have like a surgery for like a colonoscopy and endoscopy, or like anything like that, where where you're not fully asleep, but they're making the decisions, like they're um, yeah, you leave it to the expert. Exactly. Yeah. So you're you're putting your trust in someone else. Yeah. So I understand that, and and I counter that with the fact that I I was recently doing a, a research project for one of my subjects, right? And it was on how the superannuation industry in Australia disadvantages women, and how essentially that the the oh, way su- superannuation is like pension here in Australia, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, so essentially how that if you're a woman who grows old and you choose not to marry a man, how you're disadvantaged. And um, Can we put a pin in that? Say your point after this, but can we come back to that? Because I'm actually curious about how that happens. Um, But but keep going. Yeah, Yeah. but essentially I I was researching because part of my mark for this subject is is to propose a question for my peers to answer. Sure. And... um. When I was researching it, one of the websites that I came across was basically like how women are disadvantaged and their their solution to that was, oh, this is what you as a woman can do to better your financial situation. So it wasn't like 
oh, like this is what we're doing as a company to make you feel more financially secure. It was them giving advice to women specifically saying, oh, like you're in a shit, shit, so a, sh- a shit situation. This yeah. is what you can do to make yourselves better. So it, it wasn't in like to me that shocked me a lot because it was like it's not equal in that, you know, if a man was to come to this website, they wouldn't be like, oh, we're in a disadvantaged situation. It would be like a woman looking online to be like, oh, how can I better my financial security when I'm older just because I'm choosing not to marry a man? I think you can tell that that article was written by a man. Oh, 100%. I think you can instantly, because this is the thing, from a guy's perspective, if you're reading an article about like, the one thing you care about is what can I do to get myself out of the situation? But when it's a systematic problem, people, especially guys, they don't even think maybe this is the system's fault. So do you, I think, I don't know if you want to change the topic at all, but I'm kind of keen to hear what the problem is. No, that's is. what I was about to say. Yeah. yeah. What, what was the systematic uh, issue you came across? So um, one of the biggest issues um, is that women's working life is very different to a male's working life. For example, women take maternity leave. Yep. They take um, paid or non-paid time off to take care of a child. Um, even if that time is paid and there, there's also the possibility that the fact that they took a year or two years off from their career, that they are then one to two years behind their male ca- counterparts in their respective careers. So like someone, you know, who graduated from university at the same time as them, they took a year off to have a child. They came back to their career. Their male counterpart is then a year's worth of experience ahead of them. So then they can potentially get paid a year's worth more salary and, you know, uh, get accepted and um, progress into further more advanced and higher pay roles. So from then on. So there's that as well. And there's the fact that um, a woman's working life, uh, approximately, I think it's like 65% of a woman's working life is actually paid. So... Compared, I don't know the men's stat and I don't want to to compare that, but I know for a fact that it is less than what a men's is because, not what a men's is, for what a man's is. And See, Tess, punctuation is very important to us. So (laughs) I'd prefer if you got that right next time. Sorry. And essentially where I was trying to get at was that you have to put yourself, like you cannot get anywhere except uh, unless you put yourself in the mind of someone who's had those rights taken away from you. Like, yeah, for sure. me, like, I can't – if I were to walk home right now, like, I can't wear a short skirt and a short top without someone catcalling me on my way home, without someone, you know, whistling at me or without being worried that someone's going to try and not let me get home and safe to my bed. Like, I'm, I, I've – I like, all the time, like, if I carry my keys, I carry my keys between my fingers – in the way that I can, you know, try and stab someone if they were to try and come here. And like, I, like you laugh, but that that's just self-defense. No, I'm like empathizing laugh. Like I'm laughing at how, how silly it is that it has to happen. That's like, like that's just natural behavior. And, and as a woman, I got taught that in about year nine or year 10 of school. Who does like, teach you that in school? I'm curious. Yeah, we get, we, get, we don't hear any of that. Yeah, we get external people who come into the school to teach us that. Um, and just talk to the men? That's my yeah, mostly just talk to the women. And I think that 
like you know as a as a 15 16 17 year old guy like you're not exposed to the the situations where you know like to what women are taught right like women are taught like how to avoid getting pregnant how to avoid you know being in situations where they could be raped how to how to avoid those types of situations but there is not nearly the same equality of men being taught how to not f- make women feel like they're in that situation. I get what you're saying, but I think most parents like instill upon like a kid, like don't do shit with women when they're drunk. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to fucking take that risk. Yeah, you don't want to make yeah. it. Cause it's not just taking a risk of your life. You're also taking a risk of fucking up someone else's life, you know? And like, obviously you've got bad parents out there, but like, I, I know what you're saying. I, I think part of my head comes down to like, if I had a daughter, I want her to know these things. It's great if blokes just never do, do it. Do you think it's better if they but don't it, know it though? But yeah. well, it's kind of like, you might, you want to not get robbed if you're walking around Blacktown counting $100 bills, but you also want to teach people just don't do it there just in case. And Because there's always a percentage of fucking crazy and people. And either way, it. it's 100% the thief's fault. Yeah, of course. There's no, there's no impetus on the fucking, yeah, yeah. but it's One, like, like no you want to, like me and Baz have spoken about before, like how so many people think the stats of like girls getting fucking uh, grabbed in clubs are like, you know, like one in five girls. And it's like, no, it's probably more. Probably every girl. It's because the reality is, but uh, we've spoke uh, about d- it. It's definitely n- more than 90%. Yeah. But the thing is, m- there are, if you were to talk to a woman, yeah, of course. anyone our age, there is about one in 10 who, who wouldn't have experienced some sort of form yeah, of sexual but, assault. But the wild thing is, the wild it's thing fucked. is it's not, it's not like every guy's doing it. And that's the issue that like most guys don't realize because they go no, on like, true. not it's, every guy. It's, it's not it's the all one men. Night, it's the one nutcase that's fucking it's touching 40 women in a night. ruining it for all of us. Are you, are, yeah, so you're essentially, look, I understand where you're coming from. You're, you're arguing, which is, it's, it's a very common point is that it's not all men. It's not no, all no, men no, but it's like not that. Like like we just no, 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 you're, you're here defending it, but that's what you're saying. You're, <laughs> you're right now, you're saying that it's, there's a couple of people who are ruining for this us. If you re-rewind, like, re-rewind, like f- 10, 20 yeah, seconds ago, what, what you said is there's a couple guys ruining it for no, all no, of no, us. No, 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 no. But what we said right before, just wait, Buzz. What we said right before is that you, you want to be able to have a world where you can count your money in public wherever you are and there's no risk of being in trouble, like no risk of being in trouble in fucking prison, right? Or getting robbed but that's not the world we live on. And so we need to have certain things. So if you're someone, not just a woman, if you're maybe a small stature bloke and you're scared of getting jumped by three guys, you probably want to be smart about where you're going in. Not because it's your fault if something happens to you, more because you don't want it to happen to you in the first place, don't you? Uh, do you? Like, I'm just going to take a stab. You probably wouldn't walk through a fucking, uh, through Afghanistan right now because there's a good chance something bad will happen. It's like risk mitigation. And like, if you're more prone to something. My whole degree is managing risk. Yeah. But exactly, you know what I mean? Like, uh, wh- okay, it's not it's not the corny response saying, not all guys do it, most guys are fine. It's like, there's definitely a lot of fucking guys who maybe they think that, oh, well, I haven't touched a girl, but he's made a girl fucking feel look, mad look, pressure to have look, sex I with her. I understand, like, I understand you know what, what I mean? you're saying, right? Uh, if you were to, like, let me let me put this to you, right? They're, yeah. they're of all women who've experienced sexual assault, yeah. most of them, experience sexual assault from someone that they know yeah, yeah. someone who, cooked, yeah, who 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 they know exactly sure. so for example if you were to 
if you were to frequent Bondi Beach, frequent Freshwater Beach or whatever, one day you turned up and there was a sign that was like, look, there's a chance that there's these uh, like fatal jellyfish. They, like they could kill you, but we're, we're not guaranteeing it. Like there, there's like a, there's like a, you know, a, a one in three chance that you'll come across a, a jellyfish that could kill you if you swim. I ain't fucking swimming. I ain't swimming. Exactly. I ain't fucking swimming. 33% yeah, 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 chance. Yeah, yeah. No, what are you talking on. about, bro? Exactly. <laughs> right? That's what women feel. So so if we if we were out having drinks with our friends, yeah. there is a hundred percent. If you were to talk to your female friends, I am never, when I'm with my friends, I'm never allowed to get myself home. Oh, I have to I have to have one of my friends see me into an Uber. Yeah. I have to, like any yeah. any yeah. something equivalent to that. Yeah. I'm not just like, oh yeah, you know, buy tests, like you can get yourself home and I'll walk myself home. That's such a what, especially with me and Baz, because we're both like walkers and at night, like kind of people like that. Like we'd easily take a walk at like in one in the morning and it's not like a worry. It's such a crazy like shift in uh, perspective. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I will not sleep if I know that one of my friends chose to walk themselves home without someone. Really? I will yeah. stay up until they've messaged me saying that they're safe at home. So what is your, I reckon let's, let's- well, uh, let's a couple of questions I wanted to ask. No, no, but is it lighthearted shit or is it? Uh, it's lighthearted, yeah. Okay, yeah, let's move on. Okay, before we, before we go lighthearted yep. and switch it over, what is your message to blokes on how to be like a bit more nice and like not be- Cunts, essentially, you know what I mean? Fucking up shit. Do you, well, firstly, do you think that guys need to be more empathetic and nice? A hundred percent. Yeah, okay, so my one One thing that my dad used to always say is that to assume is to make an ass out of you and me. I don't think he invented it, but it's a good saying. Oh, yeah, definitely <laughs> didn't invent it. He's, he's not the brightest. I'm easily the brightest in my family, but easily? you know whatever. I'm not flexing or anything. Um, <laughs> sounded like you were flexing. <laughs> <laughs> sounded like you were flexing. Right, yeah. Oh, no, I, I'm, I'm very sure that I'm the smartest in my family. But anyways. hundred percent. Irrelevant. My point is that you cannot equate your experiences to what a woman's experienced. Like, you know, yeah. you can you can see as many TikToks as you want as to, you know, someone strapping their electromagnetics to their stomach and, you know, experiencing what the pain of childbirth is or whatever. But it, it's not the same for every woman. Like, you know, TMI, but for me, I rarely ever get period cramps. But when I That's do, awesome. they're debilitating. Like I can't focus and I've had one of my friends who had to sit an exam and she was like, oh, you know, I had these really bad period cramps and then about a week later, she had found out her appendix actually burst. Oh, Jeez. whoa, and she hadn't, and she just thought it was period pain. Yep. Jesus fucking Christ. Okay, so, so if you could tell something to all 15 year old boys, what, and just obviously you don't want it to be too crazy that they're too scared to talk to girls, but what would you tell them that's just sort of like, Think about us. Like, right, it's not easy on this side. Part of me wants to to say that as a fifteen year old fifteen year old boy, you're not alone in your experiences because I certainly know some young boys who have been through a lot of mental issues and have found struggle expressing that to other people and have been like, oh, you know, I need to be a strong man. I need to not have mental issues and I need to be that strong person and. I can't be that person who's struggling. And I found that equally hard to process. Actually, uh, equally hard to process as, you know, learning that a female my age is also having issue expressing to their um, elders and expressing to those adults around them that they're, they're having struggles. So 
in general, blanket to anyone who's 15, 16, whatever your target market is. Whatever age, fuck it. Is you're not alone. There are people out there, no matter what you think, even if you think you're, you're the only person who has whatever kink you think you have. Like you're, you're the only person who, you know, has a crush on that certain person of someone who's 25 years older than you. You're the only person who is turned on by a certain genre of books, like whatever. Hentai. You're not the only person. It has existed before you and you're not alone and you should in no way devalue yourself for having interests in that way. Bring it back to sexual because fucking let's be honest, yeah. let's take advantage of what we have. What is your funniest sexual experience you've had? Like you have to narrow it down. Okay, here's, here, I'll narrow it down. What have you said no to? That's not the same question. I've, I've had someone- You don't have to say anything you don't want to, so don't I, worry. I've had someone who was avid on me taking my socks off. Like he was like, you need to take your socks off. Jeez. And I was like, Wait. why the fuck? Like I had no issue with taking my socks off, but I was like, why is it such a necessity? Was he into feet or was it a hygiene thing? No, I had no idea. Like he- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, hell. How much do looks matters matter to girls? Nothing. It can't be nothing. It can't be nothing. There's a reason why girls love Look. Harry Styles or fucking Ryan oh, Gosling. Yeah. Like it matters somewhat. You know Look, what I mean? Y- you have to- like if you really knew girls, like you would know who who they have affections over and stuff like that. Like you know, look, looks matter, but the thing is, if no matter what you look like, if you start a conversation that a female is genuinely interested in, then they would not care. So let's whatsoever. say let's say three traits aside from looks and like height and shit like that. What are the three traits that obviously you can't speak for all women, but you would you look for in a bloke? Look, y- you have to be funny. You have to respect women, and 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 you have to to be have the capacity to listen. When I say that, I'm I mean that if a guy were to cut, start a conversation with me, right, and I were to you know talk about something certain, and they'd be like, oh yeah, I know all about this topic or whatever, but then they would just to mansplain it, whatever to me instantly lose interest anyway thanks so much guys i think it's still recording yeah fuck it uh cheers for listening in with the fucking bonus extra hour with tess thank you very much tess did you have any final remarks before you head off respect women <laughs> hell yeah that was sorry to you. i thought you were gonna say like go girl power or something like that there you go. it was like go go power rangers yeah, yeah. anyway thanks guys hit us up on the tiktok the instagram give us a five-star review on google and apple podcasts Make sure you check out the YouTube video. We'll be uploading shit uh, real soon. And yeah, see you next week.